start the podcast with that. <laughs> you know, San right, Diego guys. means whale's vagina. San Diego means that? <laughs> it's, it's from Anchorman. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Uh, welcome back. Tip it out. Episode six coming at you live from Butler's Cabin in Augusta, Georgia, baby. It's Masters Week. I got the Masters hat on. <laughs> it, it is feels like goddamn Christmas Eve right now. Um, couldn't be any more excited for, for the Masters this year. Uh, we got a full slate of Masters themed podcast uh, bits coming at you guys here. Um, so, uh, First, let's uh, let's welcome in uh, our other guys in the studio. Ben Foltz, what's up, Ben? Hello, hello. How are we doing today? Doing great, man. Doing great. But Mac Foltz, Mac Belovich, excuse me, <laughs> Mac Foltz, <laughs> the lefty, the lefty. Welcome. Hey, I'm I'm doing great. I'm liking all these lefties coming into the Masters. As always, <laughs> it fits it fits us. You know, it does. Fit so, us with the lefties. It's my favorite week of the year for other reasons. <laughs> um. Yeah, just a, a quick nugget, a quick brag. Uh, your boy right here, Evan Farrar, I will be going to the Masters Saturday, Sunday, and I feel like a kid in a candy shop. I'm so excited. I'm, it's going to be awesome. It, it, yeah, I'm really, really excited. So jealous, but we're, so happy. So happy Tip It Out Golf has men on the inside. We got, we got a man in the ropes, baby. Inside the ropes. I can't <laughs> wait to come back and uh, tell you guys all about it. But Don't get uh, kicked out. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it, actually. Don't tell me a thing. A lot of pimento cheese sandwiches are going to be uh, eaten. A lot of like $3 Bud Lights. It's just going to be a terrible weekend to be a Bud Light. It's going to be a terrible weekend to be playing against Corey Connors because uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to rope it back in. Congratulating and shouting out Corey Connors winning the Valero Texas Open today. Got to like him looking. Got to like, got to like him looking into. Augusta, man. I mean, he he's had some, he's he's had had some, some really good finishes. Good finishes. Yep. Some really good finishes. He's just a pure, pure ball striker. And uh, you can always tell when Corey Connors is playing well too, because his sunglasses don't rest on his ears. Kind of pulled up a little bit. He's in race mode. They're on the hat. Yeah. Just going. It's like, bro. The, it's all like the Crocs in sport mode. <laughs> <laughs> just all, nothing but birdies, baby. Yeah. I love it. So, um, yeah. So we got a couple of things uh, to start us off. I think. First, just to kind of get in the mood and the spirit of, of Augusta and, and the Masters, we're going to do some some trivia. We've all kind of prepared a couple of trivia questions. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick us off. Um, I love it. So, right. I've been brushing up on my Masters. I did a little bit of research, not enough, but we'll, we go. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have a tally open here to see uh, how many questions we all get right. Um, okay. And uh, let's do that. Um, so, first, we're going back to the 2017 Masters. Pretty easy, pretty easy uh, two-part question here. What hole did Sergio Garcia eagle on the final round of the 2017 Masters? And who did he beat in the playoff to win the Masters? Mm, mm, mm. So what hole did he did he eagle? I feel like we should, we should answer that question first. Yeah, I, sure. I, I, so I remember him winning. I remember him – did he par 16? I think he parred 16. I think he parred 16. I think he had, a, he, had a, he had a really good shot on 16, and I was yeah. mad because I didn't want him to win. Um, <laughs> Team Rose probably over here. A little, little favoritism right there. 
Uh, okay. Eagle. I, I mean, it's right. got to be a. It's oh got to be a par five. Got to be a par five. Yeah, got to be a par five. Which, which I feel like thirteen's. Yeah, much... I feel like thirteen's too easy of an answer. All right. So what's your answer? No. 13? No, it was thirteen. It was not. It was whole fifteen. Gosh, I remember him hitting the dart in there in the thirteen though. With his second shot, almost fucking dunked it for an albatross. Well, oh my. Ricochet out to 15-ish feet, and he made it for Eagle. Uh, and then wow. who did he beat in the playoff? Who did he beat in the playoff? playoff. Yeah, or may okay. not have mentioned his name already. Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Justin Point Rose. to Mac. Okay. Point to Mac. Uh, uh, Corey Connors. <laughs> Corey Connors. <laughs> All right. Next trivia question. Who is the youngest player ever to win the Masters? And if you know how old he is, I'll give you an extra point. Oh, I knew I know the answer. Speech in 2015 at damn it, that's what I was gonna say, dude. You just 20 years old, yeah. He's 20, yes. I think no, no, he's 21. He was 21, he was 21 when he won, but he was he was older than Tiger Woods when he won in 1997 at age 21. Tiger Woods is the correct answer there. Uh, what by by what a week by like a couple months, <laughs> a couple months, a couple months, yeah. Okay. I mean, good guess. I, I, I hey, I'm, I'm claiming a half point on that. Same here. <laughs> it's a tiebreaker. The tiebreaker is going to go through that. And then oldest Masters champion. And how old was he? Oh, I got to say um, Watson, maybe? Watson. Or, or it's got to be one of those guys or Faldo. He's not a current – uh, yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those greats that are on the broadcast now or doing yep. something. Yeah, you know, one, one of that era. Six pretty iconic masters. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tom Watson. Tom Watson, okay, Ben, you got you got you I'm going. I'm, I'll go with Phil Mickelson, but I'm not too confident. In that. Neither of those are right. Jack Nicholas, 46 years old, 1980. I knew it. God, a bit, I'm a little bit disappointed that you guys didn't get that either of those. But that's okay. Oh, okay. that was eight, an older guess. Eight, but it seemed too obvious when it comes to age. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, which three golfers have successfully defended their Masters win by going back to back? There's three that, um, there's three that have Tiger Woods, won. Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, yes, and Faldo, and Faldo, and Nick Faldo. Two, two to Ben, yeah, you... two to Ben, yes. and one to Mac. We are now tied up at two points apiece. Ooh. All right. Let me let me throw one in there. Let's get Evan on the board. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Let me let me let me hop in here. All right, what's the largest score made on hole twelve? And if you can name, <laughs> it, oh god, if you can name the player who made it, that's an extra point. Um, this is a complete guess ten, and it was, uh, I don't know. Well, if you said ten, it'd be Tiger Woods. <laughs> I was gonna guess ball. Tiger Woods. Yeah, didn't he make it ten? Or yeah. was it a nine? I was gonna say Tiger Woods, but yeah, uh, it's ten, ten Tiger Woods. Sure, I'll go with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know Jordan Spieth made like a nine in twenty sixteen, so that that's the only one I know. Seven, but yeah, it was seven. It was, seven. Uh, it was actually the number's thirteen. Who wow. made that? Tom Weiskopf oh, in nineteen eighty. <laughs> that's a brutal stat to be a part of, right there. Yeah. There's there's a couple of thirteen, but that was that was the biggest name. Um, how about this? How about this? Uh, so in 1987, Larry Mize, he beat two players in the playoff. Can you name both of those players? Larry Mize? What year? 1987. Um, I three names in my. I can. I, I got three names that I 
probably maybe might have nah. One of them are gonna be uh, like, oh dude, I should have known that. Jack, Jack. I'm gonna no. guess Jack. Gonna, I know Nick Faldo won it like 89 or 90, so I'm, I'm gonna guess Nick Faldo. My last wow. guess, my last guess is uh Mark Greg Leishman. Norman. Greg Norman is one of them. Mark yeah. Leishman. <laughs> Or at least in, uh, was not the live, the live, the, the live Augusta. Um, There's one I more. Guess, I can't guess the second one. I don't. I don't. Have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. I guess like uh, Azinger. No, is is uh, Phil Mickelson? No, get get no. your errors right. <laughs> I think Phil turned pro in like ninety. Yeah, like two or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know, bro. I don't it know. was a. I can't go back that far. Larry Mize beat Greg Norman and Seve Ballesteros to win the Masters in a playoff. If you ever want to like talk about like close calls of the Masters or like somebody coming in second place, Greg Norman's a good guess because <laughs> that yeah, yeah. so hey, and to piggyback off of that. Okay, who has finished second the most without winning? I got I got a multiple choice. So who has finished one. second? I know this. Without... I actually know this one. I know this one because I it was I... one of mine too. Oh really? Okay, let's, let's see if Ferrari, let's see if Ferrari can get this. We got A, Justin Rose, B, Tom Weiskopf, C, Johnny Miller, or D, Louis Oosthuizen. I can think of two or three instances of Louis Oosthuizen finishing second. Um, Johnny <laughs> Miller, I don't, I don't like. I don't. I, I I've never heard his name in a ma- in a Masters discussion, so I don't think it was Johnny Miller. Tom he alive when he was in master discussions. Yeah, Tom yeah. Weisskopf. I don't know anything about him at the Masters. Like that name doesn't ring a bell. So it's either it's either got to be Louis and who is the fourth the fourth Justin name? Rose. Justin Rose. I know Justin Rose finished second to Sergio. I don't think he finished second any more than that. It, I mean, like maybe he has one more that I'm, I'm blanking on. So I'm gonna go Louis. You got Louis. That is incorrect. It's actually Tom Weisskopf. Yeah, I don't know anything. Really and, and actually, Johnny Miller is on the is on the top top three list for most. Yeah, second place finishes. Wild. I uh, let me hop in here because I got a good one to follow that one up. And I'll do right. I'll do a couple here. Um, so okay, so who has the most top tens of all time in the Masters? Fairly large name. I mean, Jack uh, Nicholas. Okay, Let's give he's got like do you know, how, do you know how many. He's got six green jackets, and he's got yeah. How many top tens do you think? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with 11. 11. Wow, undershot it by half. Twenty two. Twenty two top tens. Yeah. He's also made the. Can you imagine playing Augusta. Times. Can you imagine playing Augusta eighty eight times at least? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That'd be sweet. Um, okay, so this is a fun one. Um, in what year did the old name? Augusta National Invitational get phased out, and the new name of the Masters oh. was used. Oh, I read this. I oh, I've read this. Then, then, then you should. Nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty nine. What? What are these questions, dude? This was this was supposed to be hard and fun. You got that, Mac? Point, well, yeah, yeah, one point for Mac. Nineteen thirty nine. Wow. They phased out the Augusta National Invitational. It used to be the the, the Augusta National Augusta Invitational. National Invitational. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so my last one here then is hopefully this won't be as easy, Mac. Um, but it's who holds the record for the most appearances at the Masters of all time? Gary Player. All right, well, I, do. Ceremonial I chose the worst questions of all time. Do ceremonial, <laughs> the ceremonial, ceremonial tee shots count? 
<laughs> do you know how do you know how many do you know how many times he's appeared at the Astros? He won, I know he won in three different decades. He won in the sixties, he won in the seventies, he also won in the eighties. So um, that's so when did he start? He's played in every one. That's like thirty years. That's like thirty years right there. I'm gonna go, mm -hmm. I'm gonna round that up and say like he probably kept playing in the nineties for a couple of years too. He probably I'm gonna go like forty. I was gonna say forty five. Oh, he's he's fifty two. Oh, oh. Yeah, dude, probably like eighty something. He's played half of his life. He's been playing the Masters. Ridiculous. Yeah, he's played. He's played he's Augusta at least a hundred and eight times. <laughs> yeah. Yep. At least we had multiple matches. Right you know, it's more than that. Um, That's absurd. Well. Hey, at least you see all the noise going on around him about not being allowed to play. You know, yeah. He's like, yeah, they're not. They won't let me play. I need to go with a member. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wear a golf Saudi. Um, like logo on your shirt, hitting a ceremony tee shot in the midst of all of the controversy, and then his son or his grandson, a couple of years bag, ago, like, yeah, yeah, like I don't know if he tried, he tried to like do like a marketing ploy where he was in the back of a picture holding up a sleeve of balls or a hat of some logo. He got a bunch of blowback for that too. So, yeah. I mean, wow. he shot. I don't really have a lot of sympathy for the guy. Like he shot himself. He, just, just in general. Yeah, I've never really. I, to be honest, I'm not really like Gary Player. Yeah, but mm -hmm. okay. dude's fit. Dude, dude's fit. fit for the tips. Um, okay, I have two more questions. And I'll say when I say one. No, run it. Go for it. What is the course record at Augusta, and which two golfers have shot that? Dustin Johnson. And... Oh, I saw this one. I know this one too. Um, Wait, this like scoring, like the good. The yeah, I'm sorry, one, single round, single round. Dustin Johnson oh. does have the 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 seventy two hole. I'll okay. Oh. I, okay. 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 Single round is the the lowest score is sixty three. Are you fucking cheating right now? Are you looking this up? No, no, no. The no, sixty. What, it's, what if you, it's, if it's like eighty percent chance it's gonna be sixty three on any course. Yeah, it's sixty three. Yeah, it's sixty three. And it's, I was gonna um, say that too. But, um, I was thinking of the golfers. Oh, first. I don't remember. It can't be Tiger. I don't think Tiger never really went low. No, it's not Tiger. No, it's like I think maybe Gary Player. Good guess. Not the Gary Player. <laughs> Tough. Top, you're not going to get one of them, but the other one you might. I'll give you guys each one more guess. Greg Norman. Oh. Greg Norman is correct. That is one of them. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is actually. Yeah, fuck. Greg I knew Norman, it was Greg there was Damn one it. other. Um, uh, don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. Don't say it. Uh, uh, it was in the 86 yeah. Masters, and it was I not. I know. Jack. It was in the 1986 Masters. It was not Jack that won that year. You're going to say it, and I'm going to know. Just say it. It's Nick Price. Mm. Tough yeah. one. I don't think you guys would have got that, but it was I probably no. I I never would have got that one. No, I saw that one though, so I should have known right. it. <laughs> what hole did Bubba Watson win the 2010 uh, Masters on in a playoff? Ten. And what? And who did Bubba he beat? A hundred. Oh, oh, oh. Who did he beat in the playoff? In 2010. 2010. I'll tell you all about the shot he hit. It's fucking the craziest shot ever, like in Masters history. Yeah, it was a cool shot. 110 yards. With like forty Snap yards hook. of draw. Snap hook, forty yard draw. <laughs> with a sixty. Yeah. He was Who? on the list. Who did he beat? Justin His name, Rose. Has, been His name has been mentioned on this. Uh, it wasn't Louis, was it? It was Louis Ustazen. Wow, Louis Ustazen. Wow. He's come too close, man. Dude, so, I would have never guessed Louis. To be totally honest, Mac, Mac is going to take our our. Our, our win with the most trivia questions correct today. Congrats, Matt. 
Yeah, you got to ask the monsters. Brush up, go brush up on the history farm before you go visit the grounds. <laughs> I also asked the most amount of questions, so I think that, you know, this... Hey, that's irrelevant, irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's, move, let's move into our next uh, segment here, our picks for this year. Who... You know, we can you can go bets, you can go top tens, you can go winners. Um, we just kind of wanted to do a segment about who we think who we think it might win this week. All right, uh, yeah, I'm going to start us off. I'm going to go all heart on this one. If I I would put the house on Jordan Spieth to win outright. Um, see, yes. my, my thought process here is really simple. It's Jordan Spieth, and he is just amazing on that course, but. He's also won the past two <laughs> tournaments. Falling, you're, gonna, you're gonna bring in a little bit of superstition, huh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> on Easter, right? He's won the last. Two. Yeah, he's won the last two times on Easter. Last year was Valero, and the year before that was maybe RBC, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this year, Master Sunday falls on Easter, so he's the, he's the second coming of Christ. The, the chosen, the chosen one. He is truly the chosen one. He's he will rise again at at Augusta. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness. In all seriousness, I have two. I have two picks. I would still put a little money on Jordan to win outright at plus eighteen hundred. I mean, that's a no brainer. He's playing well. Mm-hmm. The, the superstition is in his favor. Yeah. But I would also add Scotty to top five. He's just playing unreal golf, and he's the defending champ. You know, he he knows how to get it done on that golf course. That's player so, in the world. It's just it it seems too good to be true honestly for him to just not be in the top five yeah and then another one i like um maybe a little bit of a dark horse is minwoo lee to top 10 Um, i don't know what the odds are on that i don't believe they've come out yet but i will be putting money on that (laughs) he's he's had some good performance he he or one performance last year i believe he won won the scottish open last year and then what he just finished up there i forget which event um, the past couple weeks, but it was the players. Yeah. Players. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's a good player. He's someone to watch out for. I think he'll have a good, uh, a good run dude, this year at the Masters. Dude arguably gets the most amount of ball speed out of his frame, out of like anyone on the PGA tour. It's, it's ridiculous. Even more than Rory. It's even more than Rory. It's ridiculous. And he's like 150 pounds, baby. And like yeah. a skinny short stature, but Oh my God, does he rip it? So, I think Matt, he, uh, Augusta is like one distance too. Augusta likes the driving distance. So. It does absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. And he's got the iron game to back it up too. Yep. Yep. So Ben, you can you want to let us sure? Let yeah. Us. So I had a little bit of overlap, and then I had two of my own picks here. So obviously, Scotty Scheffler seems like a very obvious pick. You kind of just have to go with Scotty. I mean, dude's number one right now. Really he's playing unbelievable right golf. I mean, if you. There's nothing more consistent right now in the PGA Tour than Scotty being top ten, or I mean, honestly, even like Scotty being top five yeah. might even be more, might even be super consistent too. So, pretty much just throw it out there, like it's a good pick. Yep. Probably can't go wrong with picking him. Um, Somebody and then obviously I also, yeah, exactly. Um, I also had a lot of a lot of equity in Jordan Spieth. I mean, he's my boy. I uh, love Jordan Spieth. I'm not. I didn't lean too much into the superstition though. I mean, he was top three. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I forget which which tournament, but he's playing super well. Like he's been up there, you know, in contention this this entire year so far. Um, and I feel like he he's got a little bit of an eye for Augusta. Um, definitely likes it. So, and then on top of that, with 
and then top of it with the superstition, you know, it seems like also seems like a lock. So uh, they're definitely going to be duking it out. I hope it's that would work. But then my other two picks, which kind of like, you know, under the radar, I guess, was uh, Roy McIlroy, which is not really under the radar. He's a great golfer. But um, I would I would definitely pick him for like a top 10. I feel like he's he's, you know, another guy that's pretty consistent. He's always in contention. You know, he's played Augusta a billion times before, too. So, you know, he knows the course. Um, you can kind of count on him to to be pretty consistent at the, at, at Augusta. So he hits um, that draw. Definitely, definitely a good pick. He finished second last year. I mean, that's <laughs> right? really a, a good storm. Um, it, it's any yeah. career, career grand slam if he wins. Oh, that'd be mm-hmm. And also, I mean, that uh, that driver change uh, yeah. at Dell, yeah. maybe I think it was, mm-hmm. but you know, straightened him out a little bit. It Butter change too. could be dangerous. Butter change oh yeah, he went back to the Scotty. Scotty, yeah. which is actually I mean, arguably more important because that's uh, there's there's a premium on putting putting yes. well and driving well at oh, not yeah. driving well but driving far. Yes, and oh, yeah. again, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that in our in our next segment. I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that I love about Rory is like he's you know been been showing that he's got that resilience too to play well. Uh, you know, up against like all these brand new, I mean, brand new, like really good golfers, just people playing out of their mind, you know, new top number ones and all this. So, and he's just still there, you know, so pretty, pretty, pretty good pick. And then I would say kind of my, my like long shot is Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel has been playing really well. Really he's, he's been around, he's been around, you know. But um, just the horses. Yeah. And the other thing too, that I, that I like about Billy is he's got, you know, he's got a good swing for Augusta too. Like he's, he's got, I feel like Augusta's going to fit his eye a little bit, you know? Um, he's got the, he's, I feel like he's got the strength in the wedge game. He's got the strength in the putting. Like he looks so solid on like 10, 15 feet in. So um, I would say, I would not say that I would pick him as a winner to be totally honest. Um, just, just because of his experience, you know, but I would definitely pick him for like a top 10. I feel like he's going to be up there in contention too. So I like it. Yeah, those are those are my four picks. I, I I'm curious to see how this shakes out because there's like 15 locks. <laughs> there's so you many things that just look so good on paper, right? It's like all these look yeah. so good, but we'll see yeah. what happens this week. Um, it's the beauty of golf. Let's see. Well, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up his Masters finishes. Let's see. Yes. We got last year he's 43rd, and then a T50, T38, T56 cut, T17 in 2016. So. Okay. Uh, not a great track record. He's made the cut not most a great of the, the year, but you know. No, but he's also he's also he's on he's been on the hunt this year so far. So I'm curious to see what'll happen. Like I said, it was a long shot. I like it. I know. I like it. I like it's a hundred percent long shot. Hey, so mm-hmm. anybody can catch fire any week. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he looks so I, good right now. I got four four picks here. Um, all winner plays. Um, Going for gusto. So, so first, we already mentioned his name, uh, but there's a little bit more data behind why I like Corey Connors so much at the Masters this week. Um, not only is he hot right now, his past three Masters, he's finished T10, T8, T6. Dude plays very, very well at Augusta. One of the premier drivers of the golf ball in the game. Ball um, strikers. Ball striker. And just a little nugget, I hope somebody can find this stat anywhere, but he might be the only PGA Tour winner with a four-putt during the week. The dude four putted from like six feet and still found a way to win this week. So that, that makes me feel good. Um, I know, I know, we didn't do birdies and bogeys, but my birdie, the, my birdie of the week would be the 
the stat they pulled up that he said they're like he had no three putts this week except a four putt run. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. That was funny. Um, yeah. So Corey Connors, uh, why not? Um, the other guy we've sure. been talking a lot on this pod. Why not you, Corey? Great, Jason Day. Um, we've been hot on Jason Day. He's been playing unreal golf. Like from just 2023, he's like the second. Like if you just took the t- tournaments of 2023, he's like the second ranked golfer in the world behind Scotty. Um, playing unbelievable golf, and he has four top tens and two like second places or two top threes in the Masters in his in his career. So uh, a course that he plays really well has has had some success um, at Augusta. I don't think that's a baseless uh, no, not at all. Pick. I think that, that there's some serious data behind a, a Jason Day uh, potential win. Um, Honestly, if he gets a little Day. bit, of, if he gets a little bit of vertical on the backside on Sunday, we, we better to, watch out. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, don't need any yeah. vertical. Um, hopefully, he's got that under control. Based I'm on how say, Jason Day's been playing right now, that's a that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. In fact, yeah, um, yeah I mean that's that's almost. I would argue that's almost like a top ten lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I'd be really surprised if he played if missed the cutter, played bad. Like he's just playing so well. Yeah. yeah. You know? Obviously, yeah. I have Scotty in here. We've already covered that. Nothing new about that one. Another, another course here who's been, according to Data Golf and Data Golf rankings, is actually like a top six, top seven player right now in terms of strokes gained throughout this year. Xander Shoffley. No, no major champions. Hasn't really, you don't, you don't really like, he hasn't really been in too much contention this year, but like has been playing solid. You know, nothing crazy, but he's been solid, like top seven. Strokes gained for the for the season so far. Um, past three Masters finishes: T two, T seventeen, T three. So another guy that's kind of a played you know played very well here. He has the game to win a major. Um, it's just like if he can get the job done. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the, the biggest thing with Xander too is the the mental block. It yeah. almost seems like because. He has performed well at the Masters. I think that's the only major he has performed well at it. I mean, this is completely just eye test. I don't actually know the stats, but it just seems like whenever he gets into these majors, it's just like he's unprepared mentally or something. Like, he could be coming in with the best game, so. Yeah, like, when that T3 finished in 2019, um, he hit in the water in 16. He was right there. Like, he was playing with Tiger, and Tiger hits it to – I don't know if he was playing with Tiger. He might have been the group in front of Tiger, but he, group you know, in front he was of Tony. Um, yeah, um, and he was in he was in Hideki's group in yeah twenty twenty two twenty twenty one twenty one. Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, you know, I I, I, I like that pick a lot. I wonder if there are dark horse out there like like no one's really thinking about, but that you know who's actually been playing pretty well this year and has had some success here. So I just threw his name out there. Um, I like I that. Nugget. That's really interesting, and I think adds a little bit of spice to the Masters. Is Brooks Kepko just won the live, live event this year or this week? Um, he's hot, fifteen under. <laughs> he's, not hot. he's played like dog shit um, the rest of the year, but um, <laughs> but wins um, an event. But no, no, he's dog shit. No, I just think uh, like Brooks and Majors. You know, we haven't seen it in a while, but there was there was a five year stretch where he did not finish outside the top five in any major. Like he was yeah. always in contention. Mm-hmm. Um, one of like when like when I was we, we were in college uh, playing for Worcester when when he was doing all this and like he just had a killer instinct that 
uh, like I just like looked up to. Like the dude was just a stone cold killer. One of the few people to like hold off a tiger charge on Sunday. Um, you know, I just I think it just makes it. Oh, it's an interesting storyline going into the week, right? Like mm-hmm. he can he get back to you know major championship quality golf. He just you know he's playing. He just finally won. He, he's playing well. Mm-hmm. It would be, be a fun thing to look out for. Now, do you think we'll if do you I'm think not live? Do you think if a live player does win the Masters, like Greg Norman says, is is every player going to come out to the 18th green to celebrate? I don't know. I mean, if they all made the cut, then maybe, but um, never know. I don't know about live, dude. Like I, we do like a Masters draft where we pick five guys, kind of like a high school or college golf roster, and it's count the low four scores and. I don't know if I'm going to pick any lift guys. Like I, I don't know. It's such a question mark. But yeah. I'm also like, it's such a. It's also there's really a few. Exciting. There's a few that I think will probably go off the board though. Like yeah. probably DJ, probably Brooks, probably Cam Smith. But yeah. besides that, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Patrick Reed. Yeah. But we're gonna ostracize whoever just, does. We just haven't seen. These I will guys. personally, at least. We haven't seen all these players play in the same tournament in so long that it's going to be really fun to watch. Um, yeah. These lift guys again. Um, Get some bad guys. I think Ben's made this point a couple times. There's no bad yeah. guys. There's no guys to root against on the tour anymore. But yep. you're yep. Able to see Patrick Reed, you know DJ Brooks, you know mm-hmm. Bryson, some some guys that you historically maybe root against to the to the mix. And it's I'm really excited for that. So yeah, I would um, say the other thing that makes picking a live guy for betting purposes or even just pick purposes is, I mean I don't know about you guys, but I haven't really been watching the live so. Right. I haven't really been like staying up on their on their golf game. Like I have, I just know like who's winning the tournaments, and that's about it. I don't really watch them play, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, Brooks Koepka has been bombing it off the tee recently. He looks amazing over the over his you know over his putts, or he looks good like getting up and down." Or because I just don't know. So yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna pick. The only person I could name who won a lift tournament this year is Brooks Koepka because I literally just heard it from Ferrara. (laughs) <laughs> it's that's literally five only minutes ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Can't wait. Um I like it. Yeah, we'll see what, I'm we'll so see what happens. I'm so geeked for the Masters. So it's gonna be but amazing, boys. We have a cool little amazing. uh segment coming up here that uh I don't think it's a little unique. We wanted to to dive into a couple of different shots um around the course at Augusta that uh, we think are interesting and challenging and, and cool. Um we kinda wanna we want people to be paying attention to like the type of golf shot that these players have to hit. Not necessarily just, not just like watching golf and seeing what happens, but like being like, Oh, this is a tough shot. And he's got to really think about this. And he's, you know, like there's a lot of variables and a lot of cool shots out there. So hopefully through this segment, I know we will be really interested in the shot shapes and the kind of strategy behind a couple of these shots um, at Augusta. Um, But let's, uh, Let's go ahead and dive into this. Um, yeah. Hey, really, yeah, really ahead, quick. One, one thing I wanted to say is I really wanted this sec- this segment to be, you know, featured here mostly because it makes the golf more fun to watch. You know, like if you're thinking about the shots that all these guys are hitting, you, you kind of put yourself in their shoes and then you're, you're, you know, more engaged in watching the sport. So I think it's just going to be really yeah, fun. Yeah, you won't fall asleep like, on the couch like everybody's dad. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> No, they, you know, watch watch the broadcast with a purpose. I think so. I think it'll be these will be fun too. Yeah, and I would say I think we have basically three <laughs> holes picked out: ten, eleven, and twelve. Um, and <clears throat> from watching the Anwa, the women's amateur, 
and watching Rose Zhang win, I she almost lost the tournament on these three holes. I yeah. would argue. Yeah. These mm-hmm. I think these these three holes are very important, and she navigated them really well. Um, given that she hit a few bad shots, but got out of it. So I think, especially ten, eleven, and twelve, start of the back nine can this can win or lose you the tournament. So Big without goal. further ado, yeah, without further ado, let's jump right into it to uh, hole ten. So we got a little visualization here, more multimedia from the boys. <laughs> Love this. So, Ferrar, do you want to run us through with a tee shot on 10? Yeah. So, dogleg left. Um, the it, it definitely once it calls for a draw uh, off this off this tee shot for sure. Uh, players that can hit a draw or lefties that can hit a cut, severe advantage here. The you see a lot of players hitting something less than driver off the tee, even though this is a 500 yard par four. It's because the reason why they're hitting three woods or, or hybrids or even like driving irons off this off this hole is that you can you can go through the fairway and, and we've seen Bubba mm-hmm. Watson go through the fairway and you know in the in that 2010 playoff, um, it's it's just a really interesting tee shot that's that's um, a lot of strategy behind it. Like you'll see throughout the week, you'll you'll see people hit driver, you'll see people hit three wood, you'll see people hit iron. Um, so uh, if you look. Uh, on this this map we have pulled up the the first yellow circle is, is what 250 yards 200 and then this is 250 200, 300 200 250 mm-hmm. 300 you see like the very faint yellow circle there is is 250 and uh the uh the last one is 300 so uh when this tee shot if i had this tee shot i do hit a draw um so but i don't know how much advantage there is to hit driver here. Like, I feel like if you hit a good drive, you, you, you are going to gain some strokes, but the miss with a driver creates a lot of problems. Cause like you hit, if you're trying to hit a draw and you accidentally hit it straight, you push it a little bit, you have an incredibly difficult second shot. So I think three wood for me is like the safest and most, you know, if you play this whole hundred times, you're going to make probably the lowest average score by hitting three wood. Cause you're going to take double kind of out of play. Um, what so, I'll, what I'll, th- I'll throw something in the mix here too. Um, scroll up a little bit, I guess, just so we can see the green there a little bit. Yeah. Um, the way that 10 is shaped. Yeah, that's helpful. So if you notice the green is kind of pushed over onto the right side of the fairway there. Yeah. So I think the reason why most people avoid taking driver here is because you can't be right. If you're on this right side, you are screwed. You're not yeah, only blocked. There's, it's yeah. very possible to be blocked out by trees, but also like the approach into the green you know, you're just not on a very favorable side. You're going to have to hit some cut over all the fat of the fairway and everything. So I think like blowing a three wood 275, just kind of on the inner left edge of the fairway is what you'll see most often. I mean, even Mm -hmm. if you can get out to to about 250, at least 270, you're going to get another 40 yards roll because it's literally straight. Straight downhill. What is it? Like 97 Mm -hmm. meters, like uh, almost 100 yards downhill. Yep. Yeah. To the green. And yep. I, 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 another cool thing about this hole, that bunker does not come into play ever. And it's like the yeah, biggest never. bunker on the course. And it's the coolest looking <laughs> bunker. Like, like when you stand, when you see it, like uh, when you're watching guys hit approach shots in there, the coolest looking bunker never, ever, ever comes into play unless you like have to punch out. But um, mm-hmm. just a, a little nugget. The also thing is the second shot, even if you hit through wood, is a mid iron that is to a very, very narrow green that 
you can't really miss like it slopes know. hard from that right side green right green side bunker down to the trees yeah mm-hmm. like if you're if you put a little too much side spin on it or something it's you're down in the rough on the like, left like short mm-hmm. you'll see some people miss short shorts an okay miss left is like the safer of the miss but it's still pretty tricky up and down i mean it's just a really really tough second shot too like the drive is is really interesting and even the second shot is just as interesting because of, of how yeah and not even to mention on that second shot you're playing off a down slope too yeah. like a severe mm-hmm. down slope so your your stance is all wacky yep. which and i mean at least for a lefty it, it's definitely a it, it this shot would live rent free in my head for a while because mm-hmm. you know when i'm on a down slope i usually tend to cut the ball a little bit more than I'm used to. Yep. I kind of leave it out a little bit. And so, which is fine, you know, with the miss being left, but this is like, I feel like the shot in kind of calls for something like a draw to hold the green for a lefty, or, yeah. yep. you know, to work it that way. Um, and, and then on top of that, like you said, you're hitting, you know, we'll probably have with my distance, I'd probably have, 175 180 yards in hitting a six iron maybe a yeah. maybe a seven iron with the downhill like mm-hmm. it's a incredibly hard shot walking out of par walking out with par on this hole is gaining strokes on the field yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i had it i had it in my mind that you know your approach shot's probably gonna be around 185 ish mm-hmm. uh and then, you know, of course, I was going for, like, a fun scenario. So, you know, back right pin placement, kind of behind, tucked behind the bunker. You know, even if, like, there's no wind, that's still such a hard shot. Um, like, it's just – it's such a low percentage shot, too, because you have to hit this kind of slider from left to right into the green in order to even just hold the green. And then you have the bunker on the, on the right, which is super intimidating because – by the way, the POV from that bunker is nothing behind the green. It's just a void, you know, so you don't want to go long on that bunker shot. Uh, so, yeah, really cool hole. I think when I'm watching this broadcast here, I'm going to be seeing, you know, I'm going to really be diving into what are the guys taking off the tee and where are they lining it up? Uh, hopefully we get some, like, behind-the-scenes shots yeah. of, of them teeing off and maybe some shot tracker too because it would be really interesting to see where they take that initial line. I'm curious to see if they hug the trees a little bit, like we have showing up here in the visualization, you know, or if they're trying to like pull it off of the, off the right trees. Um, So we'll we'll see what happens there. I'm going to be looking at that. And then the approach shot shot shape into the green here. I think it's going to be huge too. It's going to be really fun to watch. Um, You know, I know some guys too that, that are all into these big high cuts and everything. So I'm curious to see what kind of shots they hit in here. It'd be fun. Yeah. I, I think I noticed, I think it might just be because of the T uh, location for the Anwa, but a lot of them did um, hit cuts off 10T, if really? I'm not mistaken. Yeah, okay. I think yeah, like, like Rose and Ling- Lignell and, and Bay, they all hit draws off the T, which is, I think, the right shot shape. But I think a few, yeah. uh, a fair amount of them did hit cuts. So, And they hit the ball so high now with the, in the pros, or they can mm-hmm. if they need to. It's. I, I feel like it's going to be a lot like 16T at the players at Sawgrass. Is, oh, if, so. if they can, they're going to take a high cut over the trees. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just the most yeah. controlled too at that point. Yep. Yep. So that'd definitely be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a really a really fun one to watch. Uh, is there any chance, Mac, that you Mac, can you pull up the the approach shot into 10 picture that I found? 
from the fairway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that one's just see. cool. It's just cool to look at. Honestly, it's I really want to highlight it here. It's kind of cool. It really perfectly emphasizes that 185 yard shot with that back right pin placement. Um, get, put some puts a little bit of context too into like the kind of the kind of sh shots that these pros are looking yeah. at on their way in. Yeah, I definitely. Um, yeah, uh, here we go. Sweet. Okay, yeah. so this is a great great example. Uh, maybe it's a little bit closer to the green. This is probably only like 160 something, but yeah, I'd probably say it's either way. Either way, it looks it looks very similar. This is also at the 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 top kind of. There's a little gully in there off the tee, but um, either way. So like this is perfectly em emphasizes like what you know what you're looking at when you're when you're in, hitting this approach shot. And you know that, you need I to hit that high cut. Yeah, yeah, that high and cut. Then, like, right, and you can also see if you're in that right bunker there. You know, there's nothing behind the green. Like you don't want to be down there. It does. It's not friendly at all. I mean, even with that. You might be short-sighted if you're on the right side, but that's even more reason to not go over there. You know, you I mean, can't you can't you get the ball on the, top on the green. That, exactly. Anyways, yeah. This picture also, I like like that. It just shows like how a short left miss is a really good spot to be. Like if you, yeah. And you're still 20 feet below the putting surface. Yeah, you're definitely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. it's an easy. It's shot, not. It's yeah. Like, look at the green you have to work with, and you can just kind of see like like even pin high left is, is going to be down the hill. It's going to be really tough when you yeah. bring those bushes into play, but like a short left, if you're going to, if you, if you're not going to hit the green, you're going to want to miss it short left. And I think that yeah. paints, paints a pretty clear. Yep. Here, so, yep. and also and that you know, bunker on the right, even, even more reason not to go right is that bunker I think is like six feet, mm -hmm. five, six feet deep. Yeah. yeah. That's Which a, that's a massive scary. lip on the edge of that bunker. Yeah. yeah. But the other thing that I love about it too, and this is the last thing I'll say about it is, you see how the hole kind of like sets you up for that shot shape, that like high cut shot shape for righty golfers. I think it's so interesting. You could like, you just look at this picture and you can see the shot you need to hit in there, you know, and need to hit that high shot, um, kind of float it in there in the back pin, land it middle of the green, let it roll out. So great picture there. Cool scenario as well. Um, really curious to see how they play that, that hole to me. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's mm -hmm. move on to hole number 11. I think, the tee shot is kind of self-explanatory. They've widened the fairway and whatnot, so I think we can kind of skip over that a little bit. Um, but they, took, the, they took some trees down on the right too, so you, if you miss it way right, it's like there's like a second fairway over there. Yeah, like, you yeah. Can like, if you mm -hmm. like fairways big, and then and there's like OB left, so like obviously left is is dead. So like even if you blow it way right, and you get over and you get like over just right of like the initial pine pine trees that are there, it's like a second fairway, even with a really good angle. So. Agreed, uh, and I. But I think the, can you guys the tee shot. Yeah, I can. Um, God, that green is awesome. But you can see, yeah. <laughs> so this is, is so the cool. this yeah. is where they took those trees out. So this all right here used to be um, tree used line. to be mulch and mm -hmm. pine straw, mm -hmm. but then they took it out and they left a few trees as whatnot. Some but, yeah, but yeah. But it's already such, and and like I said, it, it's already such a hard second shot. I think this is where this whole really awesome. plays old. And what awesome. what this top down view doesn't really show is that is that the fairway kind of slopes to the green, and then the green slopes into the water yep. too, which mm -hmm. is so. I think a lot of players, if I'm not mistaken, they'll maybe hit a little draw, or they're kind of like hang it out to the right, short of the green, and let it bounce on. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, like the front center, like the front middle part of the green is like where you want the ball to probably land, and that's. Um, I think there's two things I want to call out of this hole. 
A, it's 536 yards. So par even, four. If you, even, if, par four, even if you bomb a drive, you're going to have a long iron in. And, mm-hmm. and it's a small green water short left. The, the whole green funnels to the water. So if you miss, even if you hit it on like on the green, there's still a chance it rolls into the water. Um, mm-hmm. And another thing is look, it looks like there's so much room, right? It's like, I could just blow it away, right? Miss it, right? And, and be okay. That is a Dang. impossible chip shot over like right of the green. Like there, the greens like sits up elevated and then it all slopes away from you to the water. So like having to like having to a deal with this, the fact that it's raised and then it slopes away from you is just a really, really, really tough uh, shot. I think you'll see people, if you blow it out, right, hit like a low runner into the hill. Um, Cause I don't know how well you can like hit a flop shot or hit something higher, you know, and get it to stop. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the only, the, the real play, you, unless you is probably going to be bouncing it into the slope. Um, so. So really, really quick here. Um, I might be wrong in this, but it's all fairways. It's all fairway in front of that because in front of twelve tees, it's all fairway. So that makes that even makes that even makes the the right miss harder because normally if you have to hit like a flop shot, it's nice to be able to kind of land it. I don't know two yards off the green in like the heavy rough and just let it fluff down and it kind of catches it and then it will just trickle onto the green. But here since it's all fairway and it's straight downhill. It's yeah. just you're hitting it onto concrete. There's no, there's no landing zone. You know what I mean? You have Nothing to, to kill it. the bounce, yeah. Right. you got to land it right on top of the hill and just let it trickle down perfectly. And if there was it's rough just, over it's there. It's such a hard shot. If there was rough over there, you hit it into the rough right of the green, you can hit it – like out of the rough, you can hit it higher. Like you can get under the right. – under the but like it's just a tight mm-hmm. – it's a really tight lie all – like this entire hole all the way into 12 exactly. over the right. So it's trying to hit something really high off that tight lie is just mm-hmm. not easy at all. So – Mm-hmm. This is a so big think, This is this is a yeah. big, big fucking boy golf. Yeah. Sure. If you yep. if you see anybody on the broadcast this week, long long right of eleven, stop yeah. and watch because it's going to be yeah. a spectacle. It's yeah. like like you said, it's it, good luck just getting the ball to stay on the green even, and then mm-hmm. also the second shot coming in. I mean, it's it's such an interesting shot coming. They're going to be anywhere from one eighty, I would say, to two hundred. Maybe two ten, maybe pushing even two twenty. Like mm-hmm. having a four iron or three iron into this green, and it's and trying to get the ball to stop. Um, it's gonna be fun to watch for sure. What I what I love about this this course too is it opens up the door for a little bit of creativity, and we don't get to see that yeah. very often in in the PGA Tour. I mean, you get to see it every once in a while, but not every single course they play can you hit a four iron two twenty land it 15 yards short of the green and roll it up to two inches, you know? So like, I'm, I, what I love about the, what I, my point I'm trying to make is that what I love about this hole is if you just sit here and watch these approach shots into 11, you're going to get so many different types of shots. Guys are flying it all the way to the pin, spinning it back a little bit, you know, or flying it just under the front of the green, letting it roll out, flying it 15, uh, 15 yards short of the green and letting it roll out and take the slope, yeah. you know, so not only is that approach shot incredibly interesting to watch because you're going to get so many different shots, but also if they, you know, kind of if they fuck up, hopefully they don't. But if they do fuck up, then that next shot is even more interesting to watch. You know, it's yeah. like it never, it never ends. Yeah, um, and I would so, say yeah, that's even true for this whole golf course. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for it's, sure. It's just why this is it's, awesome. Yeah, it's why it's you one of the so best, much, best in the world. Yeah. So much creativity on all these shots. I love it. All right, so now we got to go. 
to hole number 12. The make or break every every tournament winner who's you're like, oh, he's going to win. This is the hole right here. Yep, this, that, is the, this is the hole. Always in the back of your mind if you have, you have a lead on Sunday is this hole number hole. 12. This is the hole you chunk it into. This the is the water. hole you're thinking about on the range. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Driving down Magnolia Lane, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do on 12 today. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I would say, so a few things to mention. Obviously, you're going to watch the players um, come Sunday. And if you watch out on 11 green, you'll see a lot of the caddies look over and see what the other players are doing in the group ahead of them. You'll also see them looking on 12 tee box to 11 green to see what the wind's doing. Yep. And all That's of it... Funny. Does not matter because it's changing every second. Yeah. So I think the point here, just even looking at this course map, is it's kind of like a it's a weird mix of open, wide open land and then like a tree corridor surrounding it. So the wind on this hole notoriously swirls around the trees in there and trying and like you might throw some grass up and get the wind going one direction and then two seconds later throw it up and it's going a different direction. So mm-hmm. make that even harder is how narrow the green is. Like it's like 10 paces long. Uh, yeah. You have, you have 10 paces that you have to land it to hold the green. Um, anything short is probably going to go in the water. Even if you land on the front edge of the green and it doesn't go, catch the bunker right there short, it's going to roll into the water. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, and then long of, if you hit in the bunkers long, the whole green runs away from you. So that's a really mm-hmm. hard bunker shot and probably a bogey also. So, I mean, it just, mm-hmm. But the, the, the cool thing is it's only a 155-yard hole. So it's not like it's – a lot of, like a lot of these guys can hit wedge, like a full pitching wedge or like mm-hmm. into this green. But just with the wind, the circumstance, and how narrow the the green is, it, it just – it all adds up to a, just a really, yeah. really interesting mm-hmm. – And I saw something really interesting oh. um, from Scott Fawcett, the decade golf guy. Yeah. So <laughs> you think about it. So let's say you got 155, you're hitting a nine iron, no wind, right? you're looking at this hole and you're going, this calls for a fade as a right-hander. But when you hit a fade or the the shot dispersion pattern is not a perfect circle when you're hitting, right? So if you, if you, if you're hitting a fade, it's going to go a few yards shorter. And if you kind of, or if you push it, it's going to go a few yards. You're opening up the club face. Now, if you're hitting, if you pull it or you try and hit a draw, it might go a few yards farther because you're shutting down, you're taking loft off the club. So that shot pattern for righty is, kind of like a 45 degree angle going from that going from the right to the left going up. Right. So these players, the reason you see so many balls in the water is they go, I got to hit this fade. I'm going to attack that Sunday pin on the right, which is a big no, no, you got to go for the middle of the green. You're going to hear it a million times on the broadcast, but that's the reason why is they're like, Oh, I can hit a fade. And if I overfade a little bit, it's still going to get up there. It's going to be closer to the pin. Well, no, it's going to be, if you are shorter, you're only, three paces, four paces onto the front of the green, it's going to roll back into the water. You're chipping yep. for three. Yep. And that is why I'm a lefty. As a lefty, if I do try and hit a fade, I can hit a fade off the pin and just put it in the middle of the green and be yeah. lucky me, you know, 20-footer for birdie. That's um, that's funny you mentioned that. Oh, sorry, Ferrar. I was going to say really quick, that's funny you mentioned that because the, that was the point that I was going to make is this hole doesn't really set up for like a nice easy draw or a nice easy cut like it it's not a hole it's not a hole that fits the eye very well for any type of shot yeah which yeah. makes it super especially interesting for cause... for a lefty it's actually a significantly easier shot yeah because if yeah, you I mean, if you miss it right 
on the like if it's usually gonna be a pole it's gonna go a few hours farther so you take the water out of play and if you you can cut it back into the you cut it if you cut it there's more room left the water like the carry you can see how the water <laughs> race creek there uh mm -hmm. you know it, it it gets it gets closer or it gets close closer to the green as you get further right so if you miss it left mm -hmm. as a lefty that I, that is interesting i don't think i ever knew that, that a lefty does kind of have an advantage here yeah. I also and I this is the only hole. This is the reason they say that Augusta is built for lefties. Yeah, this is an only <laughs> this hole, hole like, specifically. Thirteen this up. hole. Um, but uh, the point I wanted to make is I think these guys are so good <laughs> that they should have a low flighted 155 yard shot in the bag, and they should have been working on that for the past two and a half weeks. Like you know the shot <laughs> yeah. coming, you know the wind's going to be a factor. If you can take the wind out of play by hitting something lower. And still flying it and flying it 155 yards, um, I, I mean that you gotta you gotta have that shot. You can't be hitting some moon ball and letting the wind decide what the ball is gonna do on this hole. You gotta hit something low, penetrating a draw for a righty, for sure would be in my like the, the safest uh, shot. But I, I can't wait to I can't wait to see what carnage happens with all this year. And also this year, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to rain quite a few of the days. So. I, I just pulled up the weather forecast. Uh, Saturday, Sunday showers. Friday, chance of showers also. So it's looking like, and it's gonna be cold on Saturday. It's gonna be soft. Me. So it, yeah, it could be soft as as we get to Sunday. So hitting um, it even lower, I mean, just plays even better into the into those conditions. Yeah. A little nugget about Augusta. I think everyone knows this, but um, they have a drainage system under each green under every green that they can control exactly how firm or how soft the greens are. Cause they can suck like the system sucks water out of the greens or like can add water to the greens if they're too firm. So even if they get a bunch of rain, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Even yeah, if they get a bunch of rain, it's they, like a they, couple of mil per green per green. Yeah. yeah. They, they have unlimited yeah. money. They, there's no shortage of money. At, I guess, national. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't know. It, the, like, although you think, Maybe they'll play softer in the fairways because they probably don't. Have, they don't have that technology in all the fairways. But I think under greens and stuff, I don't. They may play a little bit softer, but like they have so much technology that can control the softness and firmness of the greens. Mm -hmm. that I don't. Know. I would just say. I mean, I think they will play a little bit softer just because if it's supposed to rain every single day, there's yeah. just no way to pull yeah. that much moisture out. But who knows? I mean, maybe they have technology that NASA doesn't even have, which I would yeah. be surprised. <laughs> I would be surprised. They have more money than NASA, probably combined with all the members. <laughs> So. <laughs> true but yeah i mean so those three holes um are just 10 11 12 are paramount to shooting a low score playing well coming down the stretch yeah winning I mean, masters. if you if you shoot play those even par you're probably not losing any strokes maybe even gaining a little bit of strokes on the field if you play those under par you are Definitely. gaining strokes on the field on those holes without a doubt. absolutely um, yep and then mm -hmm. and then on top of that 13's got a new look. Um, sure, Todd, I'm sure you've everybody's seen something about that somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. But it'll be interesting to see how they play that now. Um, yeah, 30 yards longer. Um, that you, that hole used to be able to kind of cut the corner. It's a dog leg left, as, and you could cut the corner and really have like a short mid iron into the green. Uh, now it's going to be it's going to be different. Uh, it's long be really iron with a ball at your hip. Yeah. And hip height, yeah. So yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, cannot wait. This could be awesome. Hopefully, we uh, provided you guys some insight, got everyone excited because I, I know for sure we are. Um, we'll leave it with that. We'll yeah, see yeah absolutely. 
see it from Augusta National. Yeah, see you, see you from the place. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see uh, Ferrara from the, the the crow's nest. Look for yeah, that you tall, better, you... look for a tall, lanky dude in the crowd. That's probably oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd say you, text uh, us you... and tell us where you're at, but no phones allowed. No phones allowed. I know. I was. I would love to take pictures. Um, one last little nugget. Uh, Kodak moment. Uh, I actually, I was at the Masters in 2016, also, and uh, not to talk about anything about that what happened at the golf tournament, but we stayed for the jacket ceremony, watched Danny Willett give his speech after he won. And then by then, 99% of the people had left the Masters, and we parked off of hole 13. So I walked down 10, 11, 12 on golden hour sunset. No, I was the, me and my dad were the only two people on the course at the time. And mm. that was the coolest, most surreal, like, couple of, like, 15-minute walk of, of my life. Um, and, God, I can't wait to get back. So I'll leave everyone with that. So jealous. You, uh, you better have you better have some field notes for us when you get back. To you I'll bring my, time I'll bring my yeah, let, let us know how Corey's feeling uh, after after yeah, yeah. His, after I his will. win on Sunday. I will. Corey, Corey, I'm a huge fan hey, of Kent State. No flashes. <laughs> I was born and raised in. Honestly, if you went up to Corey Connors though, and you were like, "Yo, man, I was born and raised in, in Kent," you know, I, I love Kent State. I love, how, I love watching you play golf. He would love it, dude. He would love it. For sure. He seems, he seems like the man. All right. All right. Fuck off, everybody. See you later. Wow, that's <laughs> aggressive. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs>